Good evening. Good evening. My name is Lisette and I'm your host. I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, I tried on yesterday to tune in uh, to Noe Vale. Um, there was something wrong and the, the devil's a lie. I wasn't able to get onto the internet for some reason. But to God be all the glory, I'm back on this evening. I ask that you bow your heads, share the broadcast. Tonight, I will be speaking on love. Uh, so bow your heads. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I present this evening to you, Father God, and I ask, Lord Jesus, that you cover us in your precious blood, that you give us eyes to see and ears to hear your word, Father God. Hear your heartbeat. And I pray, Father God, that you uproot every distraction in our surroundings. And I speak to the frequencies, a new dimension in the name of Jesus, a greater dimension of knowledge, of wisdom, of insight, of clarity, of discernment, of your spirit in Jesus' mighty name. And I pray right now, no weapon, no weapon formed against us shall prevail. Every tongue that rises up against us is condemned. I put on the belt of truth, the body armor of righteousness, the shoes that put on the peace that comes from the good news, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, and the sword of the spirit. And right now, I state it again, no weapon formed against us shall prevail. In Jesus' name I pray. So let's go to Revelation 2. Uh, take some notes. And uh, we'll be also praying at the end of this broadcast. Uh, if he, or Revelations 2 says, write this letter to the angel of the church in Ephesus. This is the message from one who holds the seven stars in his right hand, the one who walks among the seven gold lampstands. I know all these things you do. I have seen your hard work and your patience endurance i know you do you don't tolerate evil people you have examined the claims of those who say they are apostles but are not you have discovered they are liars you have patiently suffered for me without quitting but i have this complaint against you listen up you don't love me or each other as you did first. Look how far you have fallen. Turn back to me and do the work you did at first. If you don't repent, I will come and remove your lampstand from its place among the churches. But this is your in your favor. You hate the evil deeds of the Nicolodians just as I do. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what He is saying to the churches. To everyone who is victorious, I will give fruit from the tree of life in the paradise of God. Amen. Now, this is the church of Ephesus. Let me give you some background on the church of Ephesus. The church of Ephesus was one of the seven churches. The church of Ephesus was located 
in the most influential area of uh, the parts of Ro the Roman Empire. Uh, they were known to be traders. They had many businesses. They had craftsmen, and they were a lucrative town, to say the least. However, they created a goddess. And this goddess was a fertility goddess. As a matter of fact, her name was Artemis. And they claimed that this goddess fell from the heavens. On the other hand, Paul was doing a lot of teaching in this time. And he was known for not only teaching uh, the true gospel, sound doctrine of Jesus Christ, but he was also known for persecuting the church that worshipped idols, false doctrines. And um, I gave you a little bit of uh, what they had. They had created this goddess, and once they created this fertility goddess, they placed her in the church. And this is why Paul was so furious, because they placed this goddess in the church and they were worshiping it. So my point in saying this is if we use God's word and it's rooted in his perfect love, the Bible comes against all idols, okay? And the Bible is truth. So if we place our lives on his truth, then we won't be deceived by what this early church did. It created chaos. It created division. It created nothing but horror, to say the least. And everybody was against each other. Um, they were all, you know, actually, they were in fear of taking down that goddess because of the money they were making out of her. So their motives were not pure. And I'm going to tell you this. Um, first of all, in the scriptures that I read to you, it talks about the churches. The churches were uh, the, the lamp sticks, the uh, candlesticks. And I'm going to read about this. Listen to this. And of course, candlesticks are designed to bring light, okay, which were the seven churches. They are designed to bring light. So listen, God's purpose for the church is to hold forth light. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And this is in uh, Matthew 5, 14, 16. And I'll read it for you. It says, you are the light of the world. A city set up on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a, can, a lamp and put it under a basket. But a but on a stand, and it gives light to all the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see the good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. It continues 
to say in Jesus letter to the church of the of of Ephesus a church that had left its first love so when they brought this image in the church created um all this chaos they left their first love which is Jesus Christ heartbreaking the Lord warns that they must repent or he will come to them and remove their lampstand for its, from its place. Revelations 2, 5, in other words, the church was in danger of losing its opportunity to testify Christ in their community in order for us to have the opportunity to testify Christ our Lives need to have a pure heart and a pure love for one another in our surrounding. That would mean that we need to have a vertical relationship with Jesus Christ so that we can be effective on this earth. And let me tell you this. In John's vision, um, Jesus Christ stands in the center of the seven candlesticks. In the midst of his people, Christ is always present with his church. A candlestick is not the light itself, but bearing of the light. Jesus is the light of the world. And as candlesticks, which is the church, mission is to hold the light up for the world to see so that you may become blameless and pure Children of God without fault in the crooked, depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life, which is the word of God. Now, where does love come in? First John 3, 8, uh, 3, 18, 19. Let's, let's go there. Bear with me. I'm looking it up right now. Hold on. First John uh, 3, 18, 19. This is the NLT. Uh, it says, dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with action and in truth, which is the word of God. This is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. The messenger says, my dear children, let's not just talk about love. Let's practice real love. This is the only way we'll know we're living, truly living in God's reality. It's always... It's also the way to shut down debilitating self-criticism, even when there is something to, to it. For God is greater than our worried hearts and knows more about us than we do of ourselves. Uh, let's now go to John uh, 13. 34 and it says ah, a new command i give to you that you love one another just as as i have loved you as i have loved you you also are to love one another so if we have this vertical relationship with him we learn about his love we are able to impart it into others the messenger says 
Let me give you a new command. This is a command. Love one another in the same way I love you. You love one another. This is how everyone will realize that you are my disciples when they see the love you have for each other. I want some of that. This is what I'm talking about. That church lost their first love because they replaced it with something else. Don't let anything replace God in your life so that we can live lives that are honoring to him and demonstrating love unto others and that God would get the, the glory from all, all of this. Working for God's kingdom must be motivated by love. And this is what I wanted to tell you on today. Love casts cast down fear. Love is everything. And when you love like Christ love, it changes things in our surroundings. It changes the way we see things. It changes our criticism. It changes the way we walk. It changes the way we talk. It changes the way we are judgmental towards others. So bow your heads. Let's pray for this love. The love that was lost in Ephesus. Let's pray that our lives would be restored completely by the word of God and the word of his testimony. Father God, right now, I bless your holy name, Father God. And I ask, Lord, that you would bring us back to your, that we would come back to being your first love, Father God. So that we could have your love. Your love would be imparted in us, Father, so that we could love others like you love us, Father God. I ask, Father God, that you forgive us for, Father God, replacing you with other things, for not acknowledging you in all love, for substituting you with other things in our lives. I repent in the name of Jesus and I turn and I ask that you have mercy and forgive me, Father. And I pray, Father God, that you give me a new revelation, a pure heart to honor you and to see like you see, to hear like you hear, to know that, Father God, not only you love us, but to know so much that we can love like you love others. I thank you, Father God. I give you all glory and all honor and all praise. In the name of Jesus, I claim these things done. And I thank you in advance. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. God bless you. Until the next segment, I will see you soon. Bye-bye.